0: You can do anything, you can do anything you want, you've just got to be focused and motivated and work hard.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to Entrepreneur today. Quite excited, we have someone who's inspired this very living room. Oh. I think. There you go. So uh, it's very great to have on the wonderful Summer from House Curious. Hi
0: guys, thanks Hi. for having me. That's right. Excited to be here. Well, I think you need a bit more art on the walls though. That's, that's, that's <laughs> something that is
1: being worked on at the moment. I've actually been designing the art, so.
0: You know, you should have got me to design this area.
2: Oh, wow.
1: You well, that's, can, yeah, that can still happen. Go. That, that <laughs> needs to happen. Too. That needs to happen. I was thinking of going grey wall and putting yes. some stuff up, but... We
0: can, we can do some stuff. We've about. had
1: extensive debates since we last came over to your place about what we're doing. And in fact, I'm just paralysed by the amount of choice I have. <laughs> yeah. Both from art and colors. decoratively. Yeah. But I've done a, done a bit. So, <laughs> you've done a bit. Last I've, done a, I've done a bit. <laughs> so, done a lot of work on the house.
2: So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna delve into, I guess, a little bit about your journey and building House Curious and where okay. you've got to. I mean, it's only like a few years old, isn't it? Yeah, like it's a, baby. it's a baby. It
0: really is a baby. That's why when you asked me to come on here, I'm like, Oh <laughs> what am I gonna talk about? But you know, I think it's it's good to talk about the beginning of the journey and yeah. where we're at now because everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. And you and, took the
2: first steps.
0: Yeah, and I think that is the most brave thing to do is actually take the steps to make a business, ha- business happen, because you can easily talk about it. I talked about it for years. Yeah. But to actually make it happen, that is, you know, that's hard, but... Um,
2: and why did it take so long? So talk to me about the uh, start and why, you know, you, you started a little bit later on in life, and why yeah, was it not at the beginning?
0: I think, you know, my background is in advertising, um, and I was, I was in that industry, industry for about 12 years. And, but towards the end of it, I started thinking I want to do my own thing. And um, I just, it just, I don't know. Like, I wanted to come up with an idea that when you told people the idea, they were like, oh, wow, that sounds so great. Like, I want to be a part of it. Mm. You know, like something that really resonated with, with people. And it just took a very long time to get to that place. And I had so many ideas and it evolved, I had different names. And every time I went on holiday or it was New Year's, I'd go, right, this is the year. And I sat down and I brainstormed and, you know, it just, nothing really... Came that I thought, yeah, that's
2: gold. And when you you got to House Curious, what was it about that? So if people don't know about House Curious, what was that? So when you had that spark, that moment, and you went, this is it. Well,
1: well, all the ideas similar that you're coming up with, did you know that you wanted to do something in kind of interior or in digital?
0: So I've always had... um, a creative flair I guess for interiors I've always been creative and I knew I wanted to do something in that world but didn't quite know like I thought maybe I want to be an interior designer or a stylist um, however I did I did want to have a shop I don't know why but I wanted and actually initially it was, it was going to be um, more accessories based mm. and targeted women anyway it just went through lots of different transitions um, and I think when I I left my job in advertising, I actually went for voluntary redundancy um, because I was moving the business and yeah. I had just got engaged. And yeah. I knew I was going to start a family, yeah. and so I actually took that money and started buying property. So I did a bit of property yeah, developing, okay. and that kind of took off. Which yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it to mean for it to do that, but yeah, that kind of went well. But I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't. I knew it was just like a stepping stone for me. Yeah. And these
1: were renovations, right? So you're buying things. Yeah, so
0: buying a two-bed or a one-bed, doing it up, doing a lot of the work myself, working with builders, which I wasn't that comfortable with doing mm. and you know, I was a novice. I was winging it yeah. every day. And I remember the first property I bought was like, I mean, this is my husband. Yeah. He's like, this is your project. Like I'm not getting involved <laughs> in this because I'm too busy. And I'm like, I know it's my project. It's fine, and the amount of times I was there till midnight, crying, like painting the walls, going, "What have I done? I've left my job, this security job in advertising. I'm like here painting walls, and I don't even know if I'm going to make a profit." Yeah. But um,
2: why did you? So what? What drove you to do that? There must have been a reason why you went. I'm going to leave the security of an advertising job, which you had. You had a, you know, had a husband. You were at that stage. I mean, how old were you at this point? Were you like kind of
0: thirty-four, I think.
2: So. What was that? What was the, the, the driving behind I that? I just
0: wasn't very happy in my role at that stage. Like I wasn't jumping out of bed and you know thinking, God, I can't wait to get to work. Yeah. And so I knew I needed to have a change in my life. And I was just obsessed with interiors and property. And I used to watch mm. Property Ladder <laughs> and um, Homes Under the Hammer yeah. and what's well, grand design and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. I don't know, I'd always dreamt of doing. And I just love the challenge. I love taking like a shell and then making it beautiful. Yeah. I love that transition. And I found this whole of a place that had, it looked like people were squatting there and there was rats, it was horrible. And there wasn't that much I could do to it other than paint it and not through mm. a wall and put a new kitchen, whatever. And I thought, I'm gonna give it a go.
2: But you've never done property before?
0: Uh, I had done my first property, yeah. So you so done. I had a taster of it and loved yeah. it. Um, but when you actually decide to do it as a business, it's it just takes on a whole different.
1: And was it a business model that you didn't particularly want to carry on? Yeah. Dealing with all the headache of it. Yeah, or... and I ended
0: up because at that time, rent the rental market was just going crazy. Property was just shooting through the roof. So I ended up holding on to the property and then buying another one, and I was managing them all. Mm. And every time we went away, there was a disaster, like a leak or yeah. something went wrong, and. Yeah, it was just a whole lot of headaches. Yeah. Um, and then I eventually got pregnant and um, we went, I think we delayed our honeymoon for a year. So we went traveling to South America. Yeah, And I was six months pregnant. Um, and it was at that time I, I got sick. I didn't realize I was getting sick, but yeah. I just, I felt like something was wrong. And then when we came home, went to the doctors and they said, everything's fine. And then my baby stopped moving and um, we knew something was wrong. So I went to hospital. And cut a long story short, my baby was born 26 weeks, so like three months early, and she had meningitis, and we were both very sick, and it was touch and go whether she was going to survive. Wow. And she was put on life support, it was a very traumatic time for both my husband and I. Yeah. And um, my life kind of just flashed before me, because I had before that will and i were probably at our happiest like Mm -hmm. we were just like floating on cloud nine Mm -hmm. we had this most beautiful wedding with all our Mm -hmm. friends we were about to have a baby and you come up with all these things in your head like you kind of see your life before you like i can't wait till she's like five and we're celebrating her birthday and then in in an instant it was like that could go like we might not have any of this and how are we going to cope with that that loss and but luckily she survived and, um, I got rid of all my properties at that stage and I just looked after her for two years cause she needed that. And, but through that, I think I was really sort of overwhelmed with her strength of character and how she kind of, she's a miracle child, right? Yeah. So she shouldn't really be alive. And she, I don't know, I was just very motivated by watching her be this strong little baby. And it gave me the strength. And it also made me want to be the person that's in her life because, you know, children look up to you're their world. And I wanted to be that woman that says, if you're, you know, you can do anything, you can do anything you want. You've just got to be focused and motivated and work hard. And you can yeah. do it. And so that's, that helped me get over any fear that I had about starting up a business. And I did it. Like, yeah. I finally did it.
2: Nice. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Incredible.
1: Yeah. I suppose you didn't, did you have a background? Is is like that in your family to do that? Is it you breaking the mold as?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So my family, my, you know, I've had a bit of a rocky childhood. Like I didn't really have the security of stable parents. They both had um, sadly addiction problems Mm. and mental health problems. And I didn't come from much. Like, they have no money. And um, so I guess I've always been a bit of a fighter. I've had to fight for everything. I'm working. I'm used to, like, working really hard and to get what I want because that's just how I've had to be. So I'm a survivor. Um, So I think that really helps when you're starting a business because I think a lot of people don't realize how hard it is and when you first start a business you're doing everything you're the accountant <laughs> you're the marketeer you know you're the distribut- distributor you're everything um and so like yeah i work I'm-
1: so let's just go back yeah. to when you came up with the idea. What, what was, it the, you, what was yeah. the idea yeah. at that time? Because, you know, ideas and businesses evolved. So how, yeah. Yeah, you're brainstorming these ideas and you feel like you've got it. You've got this stuff going on personally. You've kind yeah. of just battled through a traumatic uh, time with your child, but you feel like the time's ready. So yeah. what did that look like at that point for yeah. the business So
0: for me, because I had done the advertising, I I had done the property developing. I kind of wanted to do something that was really like close to my heart, that I knew that I'd be passionate about, and it could had it had longevity. So I started looking at like what are my passions, and I knew my passion was food, um, interiors. I love socializing. I love bringing people together, and. I don't know I'm kind of a bit of a mama bear sometimes I like you know taking people under my wing and like helping them out because I've had people in my life that helped me and if it wasn't for them I probably wouldn't be where I am today um, so I kind of just looked at all those aspects I thought like what can I do and and then I'd been through to a few workshops at people's homes I went to this um she's an interior designer called Abigail Lahern, and she, her whole house it's like it's painted in greys and blacks and greens and inky blues and it's amazing you should go visit her yeah. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> and um, I did this design workshop with her and I loved it and I loved the personal aspect of actually being in her home I was a big fan and here I am sitting across the, sitting across the table from her having lunch and learning from her and it was so rich and I thought oh that's a lovely concept and Ibiza there is a favorite place of ours, and there's lots of concept. Oh, sorry, yeah. there's lots of concept stores there, so you can go and buy clothing, you can do yoga, you can eat, you can go clubbing, yeah. and I really love that idea. And so I did start thinking about could I create a space where people come, they create, they eat, um, they do all these different things. And I think at the time I was like, that sounds great, but that would require a lot of investment. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to let that stop me, because that could have been a barrier right there. I was like, that's just too big, I can't do it. So I just sort of parked that, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to work with this idea. And then I thought, I'm going to start going out networking and meeting different people. And I was invited to this event, um, and it was a creative night, and the theme was food. And they had different people. They had like a chef there. um, Somebody else had started a restaurant It was all about sustainability and using project produce that was waste food normally um and actually it was kind of the first event I had been to since having Lila and looking after her and I was really nervous and my friend bailed on me and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do I can't go on my own and we were like babe just go because you never know who you'll meet tonight, and you'll regret it if you don't go. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. So I went there and I just sculled a glass of wine, yeah. <laughs> and I was like walking around, just like hi. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, p- I actually bumped into people I knew.
2: It pushes you in that direction. You had to do it. it makes yes. you have to go and talk to
0: people yes. if you're on your own. And I was really uncomfortable about that, and it, but it was a good thing. Like, and I think you always just have to push the boundaries. Absolutely. Don't you? Because yeah. if you don't, if you just if you're comfortable all the time, you're not gonna get anywhere. Yeah. You're not yeah. gonna do anything amazing. Because you're just in a comfortable space.
2: And your first version of House Curious, what was it when you first set it up? Was in like, was there a, an overarching mission, or was it just like, is, like, is the idea of the um, people having dinner, or was it bigger? I mean, how?
0: Um, so the idea, so like that night actually, I met a girl called um, Anna Barnett, and I just saw her. and She's just like this beautiful, creative butterfly. and She had just written a cookbook, and she was just so lovely. And I was like, oh my god, you're the kind of person that I want my friends to, like, meet and get inspired by. And I just, I ran up to her after, well, actually, I had a few drinks. And then I (laughs) ran up to her and I was like, I really, I think you're amazing. I've got this idea. It's called House Curious. Um, And it's about bringing people together and eating and doing workshops and blah, blah, blah. Could I meet with you and take you through the idea? Because I would love love you to be involved. And she's like, yeah, sure. she gave me her number. And I was like, oh my God, shit, what have I done? Because I didn't you have. Made it en- real. I you made, made it real. I made it real, but I had nothing written down at that stage. I don't even know if it was called House Curious <laughs> at that point, but it had something, it had some sort of name. And then I was like, oh shit, like, <laughs> I've, I've got to meet with her now and take her through something that's not even, I don't even have anything. So, but do you know what? That forced me to sit down yeah. and I just wrote down my idea and like really succinctly, like, what is the idea? And then, yeah, that's how it
2: kind of evolved. And how quickly, when was the meeting? Was it the week afterwards? Yeah, it was like
0: maybe a couple of weeks after.
2: So I, I think that goes back to why we did start the podcast. It's like brand entrepreneurs about action. Yeah, yeah. I think of like people getting come right
1: into it, right? Yeah. Unless yeah. you put yourself in the position where you have to do something, yeah. you're going to sit back and you're going to be comfortable. Like, you oh, want yeah. to take the comfortable route. Um, and it's not until you make that step or you put that hard deadline yes. in that it forces yeah. you through. Yeah. And it's actually a lot easier than you think. Yeah. yeah to get through to that first day, And
2: also, like you said, going back to a point, you were ready. As a person, you'd come to that point where the choice wasn't even a choice anymore. You had to do it. I just
0: had to do it for my soul, for my family, for everything. Yeah. Um, But it was funny, like, yeah, so I actually put this presentation together and I kind of did an example of how it could work and whatever. And so I went and I did this presentation. She's like, great, I love it. I really want to be involved. And I had to... Uh, the first night after I met her, I went online and I looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh, she's got all these followers mm. and she's been on TV, she's been on MTV and she's worked with like all these incredible people. I'm like, oh my, God, why is she going to work with me? Mm. You know, like I'm nothing. I don't have a follower, I'm nothing at this stage. Mm. And you know what it is? And someone said this to me, it's like, it's, it's not really about how many followers you have or even if you don't have your business. If someone loves the idea and it resonates with them, they'll just want to be involved because it's their thing. And if they don't, then... To yeah. me. Like it's, yeah. it's not meant to be. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so I did this presentation and she's like, great. So, when is it going to happen? I was like, well, actually, I'm just in the middle of renovating my home. So, it's probably not going to happen until like a year's time. <laughs> you know, it's just like, this is crazy. She's like, okay, well, just let me know how you're getting on. And so, but because she said yes, that gave me the motivation to keep, you know,
1: yeah. Going and I went it. to all
0: these network events and shared my ideas and people were loving it. They're like, "This is brilliant! I really love that." And I can see how could, you could do this and do that. And it's it's funny when you when you've got an idea people get excited yeah, and then they can see, well, it could work like this and like that. And then you know you're and onto something. And it
2: helps you form the idea. Yeah. I think with yeah. me and Matt, like Feedback
1: when we- is really important. It yeah. evolves,
2: I guess over that year, not only did your, the house you were renovating, which is your family home now, but also the idea probably formed yeah. as you talked to people and got some yeah. ideas, you spoke to Will about it and like, it starts to become real. Yeah, And like, I think that's one thing that we always say to must people- It must've gave you a bit of
1: purpose in terms of your house renovation, like you're channeling all that- Well, yeah. Energy and to pull it together, exactly.
0: right? Exactly. And so the whole, so you know I was talking about that barrier of like how, how can I do this, like how can I hire a space when I don't have any money to do that so as we were doing our house I was talking about, you know I felt really lucky that we had the opportunity to build a nice house, it's a big house mm. and we were doing silly things like why don't we have a bar and why don't we have this big kitchen because I want to invite all our friends over, I want them to enjoy it, I just want to share it with people and then I was like I was curious, oh my god this could be base for my business like why not run it out of my home like i know that sounds a bit silly let's invite strangers into our home put on these workshops and you know i was like that's a little bit different and i think that's what made it unique as well because it's very personal It's like come into my private space i'm going to welcome you as a friend and we're going to do we're going to have an amazing day and you're going to meet incredible people and you're going to feel inspired you're going to walk away with a bit of a you know skip like and Mm. that's what i wanted i really wanted to bring some joy into people's lives And so the concept evolved into, people would come to my home, they would learn a craft, and they would share a meal together. Because I really think sitting around a table, sharing food, it just, I don't know, there's something magical when you sit around a table. You know, and you're chatting to each other. If you sit on a sofa, the dialogue is so different from when you sit across each other at a table, and if you throw a bit of wine in, it's like. <laughs> no,
2: completely agree. I think that's where it's
1: something a lot of other countries do better than the British. I yeah. find like the other cultures, Scandi cultures, mm. and probably a bit more in Australia. It's yeah. like that. It's like barbecue, friends around.
0: Exactly. Is
2: that big from where you're from? Obviously, Australia. Yeah, is that... so I'm
0: Australian. Can yeah. You tell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm Australian, and I do miss that kind of you know open door policy. My friends would just pop over unannounced. Whereas here, yeah. you have to, I don't know, your diary. You mm. Set a date. Set a date six months mm. in advance. This is mm. crazy. So I kind of wanted to bring that Australian yeah. vibe. And
2: you can tell you're Australian because there's an indoor barbecue at your house, which <laughs> yeah. we experienced uh, last Saturday night. So yeah. thank you to, to Will and yourself for that. and lots it's That's lots of fun. Like I said, a game, but that sharing experience of being around a table yeah. and having real moments of, of magic can come. Yeah. And I think starting the business for to create that social circle is like your real... But also, Gold. you kind of
1: wanted to teach people, right? You wanted yeah. to uh, bring something to other people's lives, yeah. enrich other people's lives through your through your home, which yeah. I think is quite nice.
0: I just wanted people to have that spark in their life, and I think building a community, I think that helps. Like if you've got people around you that you can that you have similar passions, I don't know, and you've got that con- a deeper connection. I guess I really wanted to build deeper connections with people, and some of the workshops we we have had have beautiful friendships have come out of there. I've got best friends now that I go traveling with and I see on a regular basis and I met them through my workshops. Um, and we've had wellness days where we've ha- helped people sort of realize their dreams and their like aspirations. And that feels good. Like, I feel good because I was like, I've done some good today.
2: Not completely. You know, I'm not
0: selling candy to children. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm inspiring people to, I don't know, either be their best or just... Introduce them to someone like Anna Barnett or the guys from Earl of East London who yeah. are, they make candles and they've again they've built it from scratch. Actually, you guys should get them on here Earl of East yeah. London. We'll, we'll, they've we'll, got a nice story.
2: Did you end up doing the Anna Barnett workshop? The workshop happened. That yes. was going to skip. like the year you had renovated the house, the house yeah. is you know part of your project and your passion. Yeah. You then allow people almost instantly to share yeah. the house with you. I don't think you, you know, you probably went quite quick into the first. When was the first workshop? So,
0: the first workshop what date? literally Do you remember? had to pushed the builders out the door (laughs) really but it was actually the first workshop was actually a PR event so I had invited um, press and influencers to come along and Anna and I did this um, I can't remember what it's called it was like basically you'd come and cook a three course meal it was like a dinner party you'd cook a three course meal together and then sit down and eat and drink together Um, so we did the first one with press and influencers and that helped kind of put House Curious out there um, and alongside that, I was building up my social media presence through Instagram. Um, During the re-
2: re- renovation, is that part of yeah, the story? Yeah, so it was
0: part you? of the story. Um, this was as
1: yourself, right? This was was this your personal well, Instagram? Well, originally
0: I have like my summer fruits oh. <laughs> personal account, and I had started doing stuff on there. And then I just made a decision that I'm going to actually do a separate business one. And I took people on a journey, you know. I, yeah. Yeah. And that was,
2: sorry, that that was only a couple of years ago. When was that timeline? I'm just trying yeah, to get people to understand. Just, it's
0: almost three years ago now. So three years ago, you, yeah. you switched
2: House Curious to being yeah. while it was getting renovated. So that part of the story of people could follow how yeah. that was done.
0: And I was it was about the house renovation. It was about starting up this business. I would talk about the events that I was going to, the people that I was meeting um i would talk about ideas uh, i would talk about my fears i'm really yeah. i'm quite an open person so if you follow me on instagram you will i would you know i'll be promoting new products but also be talking about personal stuff as well and i talk about how freaked out i am about doing a podcast like today yeah. or you know the finance part of the business is yeah. really dull, and I try and give people an insight to what it's like to have a business, because I have a lot of people that follow me who I know want to start their own businesses. Um, so I kind of put my life out there, mm. but House Curious, and this is this is the one thing, so actually, I should probably say mm. that House Curious started off as doing workshops and events in my home, and then because it got so popular, uh, and my house got popular <laughs> as well, and they started featuring it in different magazines, Um, I then took the natural step to opening up an online shop which is a lifestyle shop that sells um, curated pieces of you know home accessories, beauty, jewellery, books, that kind of thing. Um, I think you
1: made a good decision in terms of going down the House Curious route with the Instagram. I think there's a lot of people that will probably be listening to this going you know I'm I'm an Instagram influencer you know it's all about me and this is me going to cafes and doing all these things and I want to the fact that you've made a decision to niche it down almost, go into a, a more business role and yeah. it's allowed you to pivot off the back of that. Well, and, and create a, really a brand that's
2: not just you, but a brand for other people. I think yeah. the ultimate decision was I want this to be not just about me. This is about a community of people yeah. and more like you know, more like the things that I'm passionate about. That's right. And that's-,
0: that's why I'm very open. And like, you know, when people comment, I always comment back. And, you know, I try and get people involved as much as I, I can um, because I do want them to feel like this is their you know, House Curious is for them, not. it's not just me. Mm. Um,
2: Was it just Instagram at that time then? Was that your main channel? How did you, like, so Instagram has been
0: Yeah, I important. mean, I've got Facebook and I've got Twitter, but I hardly use them, to be honest. Like, I think Facebook, I invest so much time in Facebook. I'm mean, sorry, not Facebook, Instagram. Mm. I invest so much time. It's hard to then, I think sometimes you just need to make a decision when you're a small business, like, what channels are you going to focus on? Because I could try and do everything. Yeah. But I just wouldn't have time to do everything I need to do. So I, I chose to go down the Instagram route. Um, I don't spend much money on advertising. It's all word of mouth and social media. That's how I get my sales.
2: Um, it's very I mean, how many is you? How many people at work? is work Because you said it's very solo. Now, that's one of the things I wanted to ask oh, you about yeah. is the fact that you have started this on your own. There's no business partner. I know Will your husband has been helpful, like, to give you advice and be there as a support mechanism, but you've done this by yourself, which, you know... Yeah, I'm pretty much... I think it's the first solo (laughs) partner we've had, I think. I know, I'm all by
0: myself. No, I'm not anymore, but when I first started, it was just me. Um, I really did want a partner in crime, Mm. but I just didn't find anyone that... I don't know, it was... I I couldn't find anyone that I could partner with at the time. Did
1: you know what um, weaknesses you wanted to fill? Was there, like, I need someone that's going to handle the admin and let me be creative, like...
0: Yeah, I would love to have someone that does the finances and the digital side of things, and I could yeah. just be focusing on the creative bit and designing. Um, that I'd love that, but you know.
1: So you you curate in your store. So you you put the products on your Instagram. You're trying to make sales through Instagram uh, through Instagram into your shop. Did you, did you know how to set up a shop? like <laughs> no. that, That's quite a daunting yeah. thing, right? And
0: well, I know. And this is the thing. And I think when people first have an idea of starting a business, whatever it is, it's very daunting because you think, oh, my God, I've got to do this, do that. And I don't know how to do any of it. And I really did not know how to do any of it. But my advice would be to sit down and go, right. Okay, this is my idea. Yeah. I need to get to here. What are the little steps I need to take? Yeah. So it might be, okay, I need to set up a website. So fine, just make that week all about setting up a website. Explore what's out there. Do I need to build it from scratch? Can I use a platform that already exists? There's so many out there, so easy. So for example, you've got Squarespace, you've got Wix, yeah. you've got Shopify, yeah. it's just so How much. did you
1: build your site? What was it built on?
0: So I use Squarespace. Um, and I probably, I love the look and design of Squarespace in hindsight. Now that my business is growing, I'm sort of outgrowing it. Yeah. So I don't know. I need to see. So I need to look at my next challenge is do I build something from scratch Yeah. or can I use another platform that's a bit more retail focused and allows me to grow the business because, um. Yeah, I mean, that whole point, that whole part of the business. And that's really. probably about
1: the infrastructure as well, into making sure that your delivery systems are right, your customer oh, service, yeah. CRM, and all of those yeah. things.
0: Which, how, how did
2: you deal with that at the beginning? Because if you're one person and oh, yeah. you're doing workshops, you've got bookings, you've got to look after people. Yeah. it you've... was
0: crazy. Like, I don't even know. Like, when I look back, I'm not sure how I did it. I really don't know because I guess I'm just a grafter. Like I don't mind getting my hands dirty. I'll work as hard as I can to get to the end point. And, you know, in the middle of all this, (laughs) I thought, you know, I said to my husband, right, this year is going to be the summer of fun. We're just going to have fun. We're not going to think about babies. I'm going to focus on my business. And we had a big party at our house, which you guys came to. Do you remember? Yeah. In the, June. The barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> barbecue. And guess what? I got pregnant that night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that night?
0: Well, that morning. <laughs> yeah, I got pregnant. And I, I wonder like... where you went for that hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will? And it was just like, oh my goodness, this could not come. Yeah. The, like it was just wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. And I'd already started investing in my business and it was already out there. I was like, how am I going to do a couple of
2: years in, is it? How many years in were you we now? Uh,
0: must have been like a year. Oh, really? A, a year scr- in. So- and uh, how big was the Instagram
2: account
1: at that time? Because that was slowly picking up slowly, traction,
0: right? I don't know, maybe about 20,000 maybe yeah. at that stage. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm in it. I'm just going to run with it. And I was heavily pregnant and just doing everything. And like, yeah, I was a one band girl. I had a few people who'd come in and help every now and then. I didn't have the money to spend on staff. So I started off in my office and I had a few bits and bobs. And the reason I started was because I had living, et cetera, going to feature my home, so I was like, okay, I've got to be online when that article comes out. So I had a few like kitchen accessories and homeware and I just, i got to get up. I've got to get it up there. It doesn't have to be amazing. And I think that's a, a lot of the time people go, well, I can't do it because it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. Just start somewhere. Like just it doesn't start. have to be perfect. Just start, just do it. And so that's what I did. And I just slowly built it up and then it was just getting ridiculous. I couldn't fit any more in the office. I was literally like this in the corner. So then I decided that I was going to open. I was going to use a a self storage place. So I opened up a place there and I would literally go down there.
2: Just go and pick up all the bits yourself. So I would order all
0: my products and they'd be sent to this storage unit. I'd have to unpack it off the truck. like huge. And you're pregnant. I'm pregnant. And then I literally, when I was like, about to give birth, I was literally in bed ordering <laughs> stuff and replying to emails and it's crazy, crazy. And um, what sort of
1: sales volume was this? Cause I can imagine even like 10 orders a week at that stage would be a nightmare uh, to deal
0: with. It, was like, it wasn't like hundreds and hundreds, mm. but there was like 20 orders. Yeah,
2: a still a lot just to get out. Week. And then if you, get, if you get returns, you've got to deal yeah, with all that.
0: that. There's just so much to go with. And even just setting up careers and yeah, it's a minefield. And so I had someone helping out. So when I had my daughter, I could take a couple of weeks off, no helping, but then they ha- they left and it was literally me again. And I had my, you know, baby, six week old baby strapped to me, Indy, strapped to me, at the warehouse while I'm packing orders to like stupid hours and or I'd wait for Will to come home and be like, Right babe, you take the babies, I've got to go, and I'd be there. So I think if you're going to start a business, there's, it's great because you can have flexibility and that works for me. So if I have to work all night, that's fine. I can do that. Yeah. But it's hard. You have, you, it, it, it's commitment and it, it is hard. Yeah. And I think- Especially the know, business
2: is you, in a way, it's like yeah. people are buying into your lifestyle. So exactly. it's like, it's your, it's your face, you yeah. know, that's, that's also quite difficult because you've got to manage keeping a community happy and, and connecting yeah. with them, which, you know, for you, social media and Instagram, you use. But then do you feel a pressure to keep up with I
0: do, yeah. That? Do you know
2: what I mean? I'm, I'm yeah. just trying to be like honest about it. It's mostly it's, hard. Instagram's on all the time. Yeah. You know? And now that
0: my following is growing, I even feel more pressure sometimes. But you know what? Like, at the end of the day, I used to get a bit stressed about it, but now I'm like, do you know what? If I don't post, I don't post. I And I don't force it. Like, if I don't have anything to say, I don't say it
2: and actually the fact that you're not just selling all the time so a normal shop made would be like you know not all the time but they would give me a lot of sales you know when i buy my house and buying stuff you just get the same adverts whereas what you're doing the people are buying into your authenticity and your trust and i think
1: what you've touched on there as well people want to come to you to learn something have you looked at how you can package that learning up into something that's a bit more scalable like have you looked into doing the webinars or the online courses
0: No, I haven't. But it's in my back of my head because the whole workshop and event side of thing, I love that. But it's it's not a money making yeah. thing, mm-hmm. and, and and yes, you need to start looking at like how can you scale that up yeah. in, or, in order for it to be profitable. And I think, you know, there's so many different options, as you said, like online. What do you call it? Sorry, you just said... webinars. Webinars and webinars or just so, online courses. Yeah, like online so. courses and things like that. But again. It's something I need to research and figure yeah. out how to do, and what would it be that I'd be teaching people. Because I, I actually um, collaborate with lots of different people and kind of bring their skill set in, and then curate the, you know, the day. Yeah. Sometimes, like when we've done wellness days, you know, it's kind of my whole idea, and I bring in different people, and I have my what I do. Yeah.
2: Collaboration seems to be really key to one of the words. Yeah. I think you although you started the business on your own, you've always grown the business with people. So yes. that's probably like right to say your, your, your yeah. workshops, the collaborations, yeah. your, you know, the, the, the piece of items you set sell are other people's, but you're just a curator. Yeah. And um, how important do you think that is now for, for people who are starting business to learn how to collaborate and how important has been in your journey?
0: I think it's super, super important. I mean, collaborating with somebody is great because you can obviously um, bounce ideas off each other and borrow, you know, like for example, if I'm um, collaborating with somebody else and they have, you know, a big audience, then that can only value me, right? Mm. But you know, I also have my own audience as well, and I can value them. And I think, or add value, sorry. Uh, but I think what's really important about collaborating is it's not like what can I take from that person. It's about what can I give to that person. Do I you know what that. I mean? That's the, that's... that's the right way to approach yeah. collaborations for me. Not it's like how can I help up? you? Like what do you need from me? And then yeah. vice versa, like, what can I do to help you? It's very
2: unique though, you know. I don't think a lot of people go, have it? gone into, like, I think maybe it's from a, a generational yeah. thing. Maybe, like, you know, I'm, and maybe it's an Australian thing. I don't know, culturally, like, you want to give back. I touched
1: back. a lot with the creator culture when I speak to people. I said the creator culture is a really good example of how bigger brands, advertising should work. Mm. It's like this collaboration thing yeah. is so key to how everything works.
0: I think I think that, I don't know, I, I feel like that culture is the smaller businesses they take on that culture. I think the bigger business is still very cutthroat. But I think the entrepreneurial spirit these days is all about collaborating and working together. And, you know, like I, you know, there's other shops that I work with that probably should be my, well, they are my competitors in a way, but we still collaborate. Yeah. You know, like made.com, for example. They came over and they did a video with me and a house tour and they put me all over their channel and that's amazing. But in back in the day maybe they would be like, "Oh no, we can't do that because yeah. you know, I me, mean, I can't compete with me.com yeah. But we're yeah. selling one similar day, things. One day. Maybe you never know. But you know, it's nice to have that.
2: Yeah.
1: I feel like it, just in general with the business house Curious, you've one kind of common theme is you've had at least a bit of strategy like you're thinking about how yeah. you can push this thing forward. Yeah. It's not just like, "Oh, I've got loads of followers, let me just
2: no. you're, you're actually I thinking think you've always about, thought it about it one yeah. step ahead and
1: yeah. I think a lot of people that fall into being an influencer or whether they intend to, but they don't really yeah. know where they're going with it. And I think you're a great example of how to steer yourself along a path. Yeah. And how to constantly reevaluate, and you're not scared of change, you're looking at no, new ways. You of have doing to stuff. constantly
0: change in this day and age. Like and also like I I just want to say on Instagram, I don't think you can just rely on that as a business. If you want to grow and upscale, you're you're gonna have to look at different options because you know, I don't know, Instagram might not be here tomorrow. You yeah, just exactly. do not know. Yeah. So you cannot put all your eggs in one basket. Um,
1: You're essentially building a house on someone else's (laughs) land.
0: Yes, exactly. And I think that's why, you know, having your own um, database is really important as well. Has that
2: been really helpful for you? So getting people onto housecurious.com and...
0: Yeah, and I'm building that slowly and it takes a lot of work that Mm -hmm. actually. And I think that's where content is very important because you need to be able to give people a reason to stay and want to come back. Um, and that's why next year I hope that I'm going to be doing more um, mm. content.
2: As a community, is that people? Is it people that have met? You said become friends. So all of a sudden you're connecting dots, and people will start yeah. things. And I
0: mean, my followers, um, we like. You know they're kind of friends in a way i've got people that I, I on a regular basis so we talk we talk about personal stuff talk about life and they share stuff and i'll often put questions out there and they come back and give me advice and i give people advice mm-hmm. it is much it's that very much give and take and they are real relationships yeah i feel yeah. like
1: this is you're a really good testament to real influence as well like a lot of people talk about influence online but you have people you are really influencing people you influence people's houses you influence lifestyle choices Sorry. and i think <laughs> No, it's really good to focus in on that because that's yeah. what's allowing you to, to sell more products. And it's not because you're trying to sell at them. It's yeah. You genuinely know what you're talking about. And you're giving back. And you're giving yeah. back. Is trust. trust. Trust is formed. It's trust. And I'm
0: not just trying to sell stuff to people just because I want to make money from it. I'm yeah. selling stuff because I believe in it and um, you know, I want them to be able to create a lovely home. There are you know, this whole influencer thing, which is very popular at the moment. Mm. And I can see why because you're gifted all these things. But I think there's something, I don't know, it concerns me sometimes when I just see someone just flogging this, flogging that. I think, do you really, yeah. do you really love that thing that you're, you're selling or are you just doing it because you're being paid to yeah. do it? And I think that's the difference. I think going forward with influencers, I think brands will get so much more out of partnerships if they have long-term partnerships with somebody. So rather than just gifting something, Absolutely. I think it's more about that long-term partnership. So it's like, okay, we would like to collaborate, you know, we like to do an event. And then, you know, how can we keep this partnership going? Um, and yeah. I think that's where the value comes into influencer Completely. marketing. Don't you? Do you yeah, that's, our, that's, that's our
1: philosophy.
2: Yeah, our yeah, philosophy. Our, our and our thing was always, we don't do influencer marketing. We do marketing with influence. Yes. And that's really important to, like, the stable pillar of what we wanted to create with We're our always agency. on
1: a long-term deal versus yeah. a, a short-term reward um, because, you know, you want to build that relationship.
0: Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news...
2: I wanted to chat a little bit about, okay, you can have this, there's a positive aspect of everything, the influence, the people, the community. Has there been any negative comments from like people? How do you oh, deal yeah. with like haters? Because I'm guessing at some point that must be a little bit of what creeps in maybe or, or people are jealous. I don't yeah, know, maybe. I'm...
0: I'm very lucky because I haven't had that many negative comments. Um, but I've had a couple and they haven't been that bad. But no one to... said
1: your house is shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> but people
0: have like, you know, it's crazy when you do live you know, stories and stuff. Some of the people that come on there. She's God. Really? Like, oh. um, but yeah, and it's amazing. Like I can have a hundred lovely comments and then I'll have one negative comment. And what will I do? I'll focus on that negative comment. Always. Mm. I don't know why. It's and a it's human silly. trait, though, it's isn't just it? human trait. And then it knocks my confidence. And I might just like, I try not to let it get to me that much. But yeah, it's definitely real. Like mm. if someone says something, because I think for me going on, I might look confident on Instagram, but I'm not. Like I go on there, and soon, when I'm finished, I'm like, oh my god, how cringy, like, you know. Yeah. And if someone ever comes up to me and goes, oh, I saw what you did yesterday, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> what, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. because you're looking into this thing, but the reality of like 40,000 people watching you doesn't really cross my mind.
2: Right.
0: But then sometimes you're like, oh shit, there are people watching, <laughs> like, yeah. okay.
2: How do you deal with the confidence? Like, there's that confidence of, one, figuring out when to start and how to start because you took that leap and that was a confidence thing. You had the yeah. confidence to do it. But how do you deal with keeping your confidence? Because sometimes, you know, me and Matt, we like, we didn't start this podcast for five years because we didn't think we were ready or we weren't confident enough yes. in our ability. So I think that's something that I think every entrepreneur suffers from. So how do you keep the confidence? Is that something you, you, with your partners? or How, does it, how do you get that, maintain that motivation?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess there's an I don't know where I get my confidence from. I think I've kind of got that fuck it attitude, like, just do it. Yeah, because what have you got to lose? And I think a lot of that comes back to Lila and just like, I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care what people really think of me. I'm just going to do it because at the end of the day, I, you know, it's either going to make my life better or it might not work. And like, it doesn't matter.
1: And it's work you move on.
0: Yeah. And I, I do tend to listen to a lot of podcasts these days to help keep that motivation going. Um, and I just find listening to other people's stories similar to what you guys are doing like I think it's great what you guys are doing bringing people on here and telling their journeys and also not just focusing on the positive stuff but looking at like you know the real stuff like the hard days yeah. I think that's really important to get across um, so I think yeah podcast is a great motivator my husband is really good at helping me if I've you know if I'm doubting myself I always go to him like oh I feel really shit like and he, you yeah. know, he'll put that confidence back in me. It's
2: really interesting. A lot of the people that we've had on, um, JC, definitely like um, a couple of other guys were talking about their partners and having that belief from someone else, like having that constant thing. Like yeah. I said, with, with me and Matt, it's been like, he's my, my work wife. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like... <laughs> <I love> that.
0: <laughs> Why
1: do I have a wife?
2: Because uh, I'm the what big spoon. I'm the big spoon. Don't... <laughs> he know it. Stop you know it. You spoon? <laughs> there has been a time. Um, I play hard together. get. Like, you know... <laughs> In those moments of doubt, like, you know, it takes one of us to be like, come on, man, we can yeah. do this. And I think you need that person, whether yes. you're a solo entrepreneur, whether it's your partner, yes. whether it's your family That's member, like at some point people, like, you know, they have yeah. that. But yeah. I think it's a very important thing. And I think people don't yeah. forget, forget that, you know, yeah. because the confidence from an entrepreneur... And,
1: and it's is- funny because the hard times, like, going back to the comments, you could read a thousand really positive comments and then you won that slightly off. Yeah. You, you become immune to the good yeah. comments and I think... One of the problems we have in this kind of instant gratification society is that we completely devalue the, the great things that happen and yeah. focus on the negatives. And it's, especially in social media, it's a really hard thing to deal with. And I've seen a lot of YouTubers struggle with depression. Like yeah. some of the most successful creators are depressed, challenged, struggling with keeping up the daily yeah. thing. And that's a, it's a big thing to learn from. Mm. And it's important that we address that and understand yeah. how to cope with it.
0: I think you're absolutely right, but I just think, I also think, if someone's going to make a negative comment, and this is how I look at it, I just think, I actually feel a bit sorry for that person, because if they've really taken the time to to watch what I've said, and then comment, I'm like, and you don't like me, it's kind of like, why am I wasting your time? Like, mm. surely just go off and do something for yeah. yourself. Like, yeah. you've got to pity that person, yeah. and they're probably not happy in themselves, and it could be jealousy, yeah. it could be that I just annoyed the shit out of them, yeah. and I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea, no one is going to be everyone's cup of tea.
2: Yeah. So You're that's
1: not... really important. There's all, <clears throat> without those haters, there would be <clears throat> no positives, yeah. to, to be honest, because there's nothing to... You
2: Something's know, an instigator to... for the reason why exactly, you do yeah. something, you know? Yeah. Um, and like you touched on it, could be family, it could be your daughter, it, There's you need that. I think everyone has an instigator or some kind of reason why the spark happened. Um, so let's chat a little bit about your, your typical week, because I think people must look at you. Um, you have two young daughters, yeah. a husband, a lovely house how do you (laughs) Ah. summer how do you do it and and is is there a secret or is it just hard work
0: No, it's look I don't do it very well often Mm. I feel like I'm dropping the ball many days I've forgotten this or that and the pressure is real on my family as well and I need to be really careful I think because my business is based at home you Mm. know when Will comes home from work he doesn't want to you know with lots of people in the house yeah. or a shoot going on he just wants to come home and enjoy the house and so I've got to be kind of mindful of that and make sure the balance is right um you know I don't want to lie either like I have help so I've got a nanny that helps if I didn't have a nanny I didn't originally and ugh, I, that's why I didn't even know how I did it <laughs> Um, I think there was a lot of tears but um, I've got a nanny that helps four days a week so you know she helps get the kids ready in the morning she helps with the school run and their dinner and stuff and if I didn't have that there's no way I could run a business and what I love is that my nanny's at home with my daughter so I get to see Indy all day and we play and then I go off from work and so you know I've got that I've got a cleaner that comes and helps as well because you know it's those little things you need I know sometimes it's like oh that money but Actually, if it just means that you've got a couple of hours spare to spend with your family
2: or... Your time's got to be efficient, yeah. hasn't it? Like, I mean, I, you know, I'm, it, I've am i realised that we only have a certain amount of time and actually time is our biggest commodities. Yes. And if you exchange that for value, yeah. then how are you building it back in for yourself and yes. your family? Because you need family time, yeah. you need work time. And like, you know, it, it is difficult, but it's I think you have to... Are you constantly working on that balance then? Are you still creating trying, moments for you, know, you and the family? And Yeah,
0: and like this year, a couple of months ago, I hired someone if, um, for the first time, full-time person, proper, like she's on the payroll. <laughs> and I now take Fridays off. And that's for me and Indy to like just connect and have a day together because I feel like poor Indy, she came into this world and I've just been working, you know. And um, I really feel like it's important to have that balance because I was getting to a stage where I was getting really... Stretched and stressed, and it was having a negative impact on my relationships with my family. Um, so I've 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 made time. For what me. did you
2: put in place then? What's the what was the actionables to go making time? Was it just I'm having Fridays off? Like yeah, I'm doing these things. I'm taking that Fridays time,
0: off, and I'm trying to work less in the evenings because I was getting into this habit where I was just working all night. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sometimes yeah. if you have that time to do it, you just work for the yeah. sake of working. And yeah actually what we've learned is if you set concentrated time aside, you do the, the things that you would yeah. have done across more hours anyway, but yeah. you're just focused and is it yeah. what's the biggest challenge you're currently facing? I mean there's probably many in terms yeah. of across the business, whether it's Instagram specific or building the business specific world, what's the thing that's your biggest struggle at this point in time?
0: <sighs> there's so many. <laughs> Um, you know, I really want to grow House Curious, so I need to invest more in the digital side of the business, so like paid-for advertising, Google advertising. SEO, PPC, oh my god, who can help me out
2: there? Yeah, Um, and I think ask for help, that's that's, that's the thing, I think a lot of people don't realise they can ask for help, That's one of the things that have come out of this, is a lot of entrepreneurs, and I think me and Matt are guilty of this, and probably yourself, going, you have 40,000 people, I 100% guarantee there's people on there that can do SEO and PPC much better than you can, or I can. Yeah. And I think maybe that's part of what community building you should be doing and helping. Do you know
0: what, it's funny because a while ago I put out there, I was like, oh, it's SEO. And and a few people contacted me and this one girl who um, came to a workshop that I'd met, she was like, I'll come over and give you like a little, help you and she actually came over and we did some work together and she was launching a candle and I gave her a little bit of help in branding and things like that and that was really nice. Um, and I think yeah, it's like give and take.
2: Collaboration again. Collaboration I mean, again, and go. that all
0: just came out of you know Instagram. Another girl, a friend of mine who worked at Facebook, and I was having because I don't know, you know, Facebook they or Instagram launched this shopping thing, so you yeah. could actually shop your pictures. And for some reason, because I was using Squarespace and not Shopify, it was a lot harder to get it set up. And this girl who was working at Facebook was like, "I follow you, I really love what you do. Come in and I'll chat to you and help mm-hmm. you." And I was like really
2: and has that benefit the business having the instant shopping and the kind of social shopping in, in involved cuz yeah,
0: still i'm still trying to work out how beneficial it is it's mm. i don't it's funny when i do stories and i'm interacting with my products and i share them i feel like that has more of an impact versus a static photo that you can shop
2: it's really really yeah, interesting
0: it's interesting I People think are
2: buying I mean, you again, not the yeah. advert. They know that's an advert, so you know straight away that's...
1: Well, I just think there's a richer experience around it, right? Like, yeah. If someone is, for me, it's like if you go into a shop and there's a salesperson versus if there isn't a salesperson, yes. I that's might really... not buy that yeah. deodorant. Not deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to buy deodorant. that deodorant because it's too expensive. <laughs> but, you know, um, I just the recently... The chairs, I... the chairs. No, 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 a Brown recently. And oh, I, yeah. I was just going in there for some, you know, shower yeah. gel and I got upselled because of the great salesperson. Yes. Yeah, and that's the difference I think that's the power that people don't tap into they rely too much on the format but actually it's the relationship you build which is what and I
0: think video content actually works best with people Um, because I think and this is the balance I'm trying to take because I don't want to be very salesy I want to it's a lifestyle but at the same time I need to sell product in order for my business to survive and some people and it amazes me people go oh where did you get that hanging chair from I'm like I sell it. Oh, you've got a shop? Yeah, yes. I have a shop. So it's yeah some people know I have a shop but that's some
2: the way around that you should because you yes. think about meeting someone you don't go hi I'm summer yes. I sell stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. you go hi I'm summer and I, this is my family yeah. life
0: my great chair <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> <words>. <laughs> well,
2: well that's actually like you talk about from a branding level you've built the brand around your meaningful passions and yes. what people 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 like you yeah. and then secondary you might offer them yeah. an opportunity to have some of the things that you love in their lives and I think yeah. that's a beautiful way of kind of curating yeah, what sure. you've, you've built and actually it's probably the way that and I think the future brands and people that are building personal brands and into business brands, I need to be able to do it.
0: I was just going to say back to like what the challenges are at the moment. I feel like because the world is evolving and it feels like now when you have a business, you need to have a podcast and you need to have Instagram and you need to have this. It's like, it's a lot. Yeah. And um, I'm kind of navigating my way through it because I think people expect a lot from you, but sometimes you've got to like think about, okay, I could do all of that but how beneficial is that going to be for my brand as well? Because I could be creating all this content and then not getting anywhere financially, yeah. and then that's not gonna be good because you can't grow. Yeah. It's really it's tricky, I don't so know what your thoughts are. So invest in the right channel, or the yeah. most
1: impactful channels for you, like, you're right, everyone says, oh, I need to get a podcast, I need to do this, mm. need to do that. No, you need to do the things that are going to add value to your business, but also yeah. to your audience. So I
2: guess, for example, like Pinterest, or people, I use Pinterest a lot when I was looking yes. at stuff for my yeah. house. So, like, f- going to where your audience is and then creating communities there, I guess you probably, your Pinterest account is probably, like, you might use it or something you know, work with.
0: It's funny, because I used to be a huge, um, I used to love Pinterest, and I used it so much for when I did my home, and I haven't used it so much recently, but... <laughs> I think it's one of the places that people should start using for business because a lot of people are now using that to buy things. Well the promoted yes. pins and the, yeah. The yeah. stuff
1: on Pinterest is uh, really that's good. That's what I was yeah. saying. And I used it actually very recently Did you? and I was like oh wow I've just bought something off Pinterest. Yeah.
2: I, I, and I use the other one that I use we can chat about is house with the to the yes, Z. House, I love yes, that. I yes. thought that was like when I was going through my experience. My house is all over
0: that. <laughs> huh? My house is all over that. Not for Yeah me. it is. <laughs> I, I sent
2: you a link to it yeah. I was like I'm just like looking at your house as an article but I just think you know those there's new platforms and new technologies how, I mean how do you keep up with that when you're yeah you, you want to be on that got, as well yeah. do you want to have a house account like then
0: I know you've I mean that's the thing you just need to keep researching and finding out what yeah works I guess and you know I think I'm definitely going to go down the Pinterest route more so um so I think that people should look into that because it's quite interesting what they're doing and because they're kind of at the early stages of um I guess they're kind of where Instagram was a couple of years ago and I, I think you probably get you'll probably get a lot for your money now. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We're using it for some clients that we work yeah. with in it's terms definitely of definitely
1: underpriced in terms yeah. of the value that I think it could
0: deliver back for you.
2: Underpriced yeah. attention. And we're, I think I don't. Sorry, that's no, all right.
0: I'd love to get your, your opinion on Instagram actually, because the whole algorithm is something I hear people talk about, you know, complain mm. about. Yeah, <laughs> and I find it difficult as well. And I, I'm still trying to find my place. And I know if I don't post at a certain time, like seven thirty. Is my kind of prime time in the morning or 7.30 at night. That's when I get the most interaction. But if I do it later, I'll, I'll get hardly any engagement. Yeah. Um,
2: so it's learning that, I guess. Everyone is yeah. going to be different. So I guess a lot of your audience, and this is understanding your audience, because I feel like you have a very deep connection with the people.
0: We go deep. We go deep. <laughs> but
2: they're, they're obviously getting up and they're getting their, you know, they, the first thing they I look at is go through their Instagram yeah. screen, feed to get a bit of inspiration. They see you on there and you kind of go, oh, wow. Like, I think... It's knowing when people are online. Like, we, we don't, our, our audiences. is Yeah, and
1: there's a, there's a lot of gamification happening on Instagram at the moment, especially with, like... I don't know if you're part of any DM groups, which is, like, groups of, like, minded oh, people that are, like... All this, like at the same time.
2: This... Okay, so... this is the algorithm, oh, so we can really go into it. really annoys me. Yeah. Because
0: the, they call them pods as well, yeah. don't yeah, they? Pods. Yeah, So you this might. This of a... concerns me because I feel like I'm not part of any of these groups. But from what I understand, they're groups of people. They could be, like, thousands of people, right? In a group yep. hundreds, yeah. of people, yeah. hundreds of people. Yeah. And they basically agree that... Well, you, I don't know how it works, but I think you go on and say, "I have just posted this, go and like it," yeah. and they all go and like it. So they get they bump up the yes, algorithm. Yes, the
2: algorithm is if ten people in your immediate yeah. circle would like it within the first ten minutes, they'll then push you to yes. more the next hundred people. That
0: kind of annoys me. <laughs> because no, I mean, it's a... mine gets pushed down. But they, you know what? I think people are going to do those. They're going to try and cheat the system. But it's not about just getting likes. It's about people engaging you, who really want to engage with you. So I'd rather get two hundred likes versus. That people who really like it and you know would maybe go and buy a product versus just a hundred people that I don't know liking it just for the sake of liking it just so do you know what I mean it doesn't yeah make no, sense. It sense. No, that's right
1: that, that's exactly it and I think the algorithm but it's, cheats. A concern.
0: it's a concern but
1: also you know you don't want you don't want those likes to not do anything and I think that's yeah. the most important thing if you're trying to run a business off Instagram yes. is focusing on that at, at the end of the day if you need to reach people Instagram have a paid platform you can target your yeah. posts at those people so I think by um, not yeah. focusing on that is the right thing
0: yes you, can't, you just got to do what you do and I'm you know I'm I'm also experimenting with paid advertising through Instagram and I haven't completely cracked it yet I must admit because you know I, again I feel like I'll get more engagement when I'm chatting to people and showing them versus an, an ad Yeah, it, may, it might be not the right content so I need to look at that it might be I'm not putting enough money behind it I might not have the right audience. There's so there's so many layers. Targeting is is, is really key. And if you can get it right, like Gary Vee always Mm. bangs on about it, like if you get it right, you can really pinpoint that person. Yeah,
2: I think there's uh, you know we always all the theory that there is the organic stuff that you have to do, but at the same time you have to work with the platforms Mm. and and target the right audiences, and maybe it's. Like I said, maybe you might interested. need
1: three different videos. Yes. One for someone that doesn't know who you are. You're like Hey, I'm someone yeah. from House Curious. You may have seen my house before, or, yeah. Yeah. and then there's different ads that you can build yes. into that funnel. I think that's to target different, and people
2: and that's understanding your audience. Like you said, people come to you; they don't even know you have a shop. Yeah, yeah. and then you have people who know you are a shop who are looking to buy stuff. So yeah. it's understanding at what point and what channel yes. those people are in the journey yeah. to buy something, and that's quite hard because it's a minefield. <laughs> it's a minefield. Like you're selling direct products, and yeah. I think trying to get an understanding of that, it, w- w- social media has changed that because yeah. people go on to look at you. And then go, I like that, I'm buying it. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot quicker than it might have taken maybe a bit of more research generally. But they yeah. go, I've seen it in your house, I like you, I'm buying it. Yeah. So that instant like, like a transaction is something that's really starting to happen yeah. in social. And I think probably where social And also will the long
1: tail stuff is like sometimes people think that everybody's ready for a sale then. Yeah. But actually I might have just done my house, yes. so I'm not looking for yeah. it yet. Or...
0: And that's the thing, and that's why it's really important to just, you know, build these relationships with your customers because when they are ready. They're going to think of you. Exactly. And it may be that you just pop up and you're saying good morning. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of her house curious. She's yeah. got, you know, it's just a reminder. I should will have a table there. that I can look have
2: a, that yeah. So we're going to go into the last section now, I think, which I'm is kind of Wrap up of with
1: some high
2: fives. Up with oh
0: no. Okay, let's go.
2: <laughs> high fives just to, like these are more actionable pieces of advice or things that, you know. I've had a lot
1: of knowledge from you <laughs> already Yeah, actually. it's
2: been incredible like, you know, and I said it's um although you are at the start of the journey you have big ambitions. I think I said Matt said like you've you've been working on this for a lot longer than 2 years because in your head you've been crafting yes. it. You've been working on different brands and like yeah. you've been thinking about it and different people and it's a combination
1: um, of your passion I think people can take a lot of heart from the fact that you know it's not always about what you're totally passionate in but you can if you can craft something around your interests yes and you're you're going to sustain it for the long run and
0: yeah and I think that's really important because I see a lot of people for example who have children and they, they start doing children stuff and I think when your kids grow up are you really passionate about? children stuff, or you're just doing it because you're yeah. in that moment. Mm. And I think that's you know, it's good to make sure that you're doing something that's very like personal personal to you.
2: Yeah. But so we're just we're just kicking off the high five here with a question like you know, somebody who one inspired you.
0: Business
1: could be anything.
0: Um, I mean there are so many people mm. out there and I look at daily, but one person that had a massive influence on me was Abigail Hearn and she's an interior designer and she kind of broke all the rules, you know, she had um she's she took everyone to the dark side you know Mm. (laughs) encouraging people to paint their houses gray and she's just got a real eye for things and i think i mentioned her earlier she inspired me through her um her openness actually she has a a blog and she she gives away all the secrets not everything but she'll talk about you know how she goes about her business and the things that she's learnt and you know she has these workshops you can go and learn you know design skills and things like that. So I think it's amazing. Yeah, I really love watching her and she has inspired me along the way. So
1: is there a book that you would recommend that everybody would read?
0: Do you know what I don't? Honestly, I honestly I don't read so many books these days. I tend to listen to podcasts quite a lot. So I'll listen to. Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, um, there's an Australian lady called Melissa Ambrosini, and she's very much about lifestyle and healthy living, and she's just so positive, maybe too positive sometimes, yeah. um, but like, yeah, just listening to people like that, and I love... Um, I like like this format where you bring people in and you hear how they started up a business from beginning to end. But um, I think years ago, I mean, this is not the most trendiest book, yeah. but there's a book called The Feminine Way of Doing Business by a woman called Lynn Franks. And she was a PR guru. And I think what I loved about it was like a hand guide on how to start a business, mm-hmm. a small business, and in the feminine way. So there was an emphasis on you know personal growth and ethics, sustainability, making sure you had that work life balance, which I thought was really lovely because yeah. like coming from a very masculine environment like advertising, it yeah. was very cutthroat. I was like, yeah, there, there's another way of doing business. And one thing I've noticed in advertising, some of the women that I would work with, they would become very masculine, you know, almost like to compete with the men. And I didn't like that part. So I thought, no, just be you. Like be feminine. Hard working, but you don't need to grow balls, <laughs> like yeah, you yeah. know. No, I like um, but I just really like that sort of ethos of you know being a bit more empathetic, and you know, it doesn't have to be just work, 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 work. It's, yeah. like a, lifestyle. it's a more rounded lifestyle yeah, she wanted to rounded. create. So, yeah, she so that was a really good. I read that years ago, like I think yeah. that was, but I've had an impact, which is the main thing. And you know, I'm sure there's many, many books out there, but I think these days podcasts are so brilliant they're really good aren't they um, do you know that's there's a really good app I think it's called Blinkist yeah and, do you know it it yeah,
2: gives you a summary yes. of yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. If really, i books really it, it's yeah. I
0: great. love that yeah so I listen to that so that just yeah gives you a summary and little nuggets all the important outtakes from books yeah about
1: yeah. the five hours work yeah because who has time to read, read books. books exactly um, one other one is you're not allowed to say mobile phone because that's <laughs> just too easy uh, recommended bit of tech
0: Oh, that's or it could me. be but software that, as well. Well, Instagram Some, for me is yeah,
2: like... The place.
0: The place for me. I have lots of apps that I use. Like, um, I think one of them's called Legend, Word Swag, which...
2: <laughs> they help you with what?
0: Well, they're just like, you can do text over print and things like that. Oh, so curating um, content. Yeah, and leg- is it Legend that I use? Um, and basically, it gives you a layout, so you can put your photos in. It's got type, and that's really good that's for nice. stories and things like that.
2: So creating your own content, you use them online. You're not not, not distributing outside. use
0: iMovie, I do, I use that a lot. Although, I'm very, (laughs) I'm a novice. That's my thing, over Christmas, I'm going to um, learn how to, edit properly but what I love can, is that
1: you can come in and have a lesson while
2: we're editing yeah. our podcast yeah with, with Dan and Matt yeah what edit. I love is that you just learn stuff I think yeah. like the thing I love from this podcast yeah. is like you've gone I'm Get doing it, it myself answered. I'm yeah. gonna learn how to do a website or find somebody SEO I'll learn about it and I think like yeah. th- there was been a common trait with a few people that have been on this i have just said we live in an internet era where you can learn anything yeah. so if you're sat at home asking a question you can find the yeah. answer
0: And a lot of times you don't have to pay someone to do it you can do it it is time consuming so sometimes it is better to pay someone but yeah, you could just Google anything these yeah, days. Exactly.
1: Watch an hour YouTube video and then you've got yeah, you've got the skills. Then you get
0: set.
2: Um, do you have is there a song if you were gonna walk into the ring? to go to your your fight? Do you oh, know, is it true? It's
0: like, you know, when you ask somebody a question, you think, there's so many, I'm sure there must be some banging R&B, cheese that make you feel like a boss, you, but I can't even think of any, except yeah. the one song that keeps going to my head, Yeah. is that um, Donna Summer song, I Feel Love, and okay. I can just see myself, just on, a <laughs> on a white horse coming um, in.
2: On a white well, horse?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Studio 54, 54 yeah, style. Love that. Um, but like, I think,
2: Power amps I just,
0: I do these days, I do everything with love, right? Yeah. And it's like good intentions. And if I can help people, I will. If I can mentor somebody, I will. Everything in my business is about doing things that I want to bring joy into people's lives. So I think going into the world with love is really important. And that's kind of where I want to
2: I Sorry. love that I love <laughs> that, yeah, that summer. Bit, I don't mean, know like, to be fair I don't okay. think there's anything better really that's than that's to wrap into that like the final one
1: is if you were going to leave one tag on a wall, one bit of writing on a wall for everybody
0: to see forever, what would it be? Oh my god. Could be a um, could be a quote. Could be a quote. I
2: just say fuck it, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap it on that. That's an amazing last Summer. sentence. Thank you very much. I love that and this is just writing that down as I look looking at it. Like but actually it's really important that, you know, people listen to this and go, I can take action, I can do it, because a lot of people just don't ever act on it. Yeah. They had this beautiful idea which you know you've sat on for years and you'll be you know, I wish I'd maybe started earlier but you didn't. You did it now and you're doing yeah. it and, and the journey's probably been incredible the last two just years for you.
1: Fuck
0: it. Fuck it. Just, just do, do it. it. But it is so, it's so true though, isn't it? Because it's true. It is true. It's like, oh, I've got this idea. Oh, but, no, fuck it. Just do it. <laughs> it.
2: Thank you, Summer, but for is your time. Okay? I feel like, Where, I don't know. It's amazing. Where can we find you? into that. Where can we find you if people want to get involved on Instagram? What's your handles? Um,
0: um, so you can find me at, at House Curious on Instagram um twitter at house curious but you won't see much from me on there yeah. <laughs> if
1: you want uh, to inspire yourself and if you're doing home decor just watch the video i made yes.
2: yeah that's great
0: well yeah thank you for that um and yeah go to housecurious.co.uk, and um, we'll try and help
2: thank so you much. so much. Thank you, very much thank you for having Cheers.
0: me Pleasure. i really enjoyed that